everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Zero to Woman podcast. My name is Chifa Vensalkbata and I'm recording another solo episode today. Today I'm speaking on the thieves of life, namely laziness, comparison, envy, bitterness and perfectionism. So we will dive into these topics. I'm sure there are like so many more, but today I would focus on these five. I look forward to having a great time here today tackling the subject that touches each and every one of us and have a way of sneaking into our lives often unnoticed and stealing our happiness right from under our nose right so beyond happiness it steals our joy it steals our motivation it steals our time and just prevents us from living to our full potential yeah but before we dive into the heart of today's episode a quick word of gratitude to our incredible listeners i come to you guys every week and i'm just happy that every week when i check the stats people are listening right people send me messages people leave reviews i'm i'm very happy and i feel very privileged to have you all listen to me so thank you for your support thank you for your love and thank you for taking time to consume our content our content Okay, so let's roll up our sleeves and dissect each thief into detail. So the thing about life is that we we are designed to do life with other people, right? And it's not just you in this world. Imagine if you had to, for instance, make your own tables and chairs, design your own car, manufacture your own car, Grow your own food, cook your own food, like do everything by yourself. Make your own phone, create your own telco, you know, like all of these things. You really cannot. We were not designed to do life by ourselves. We're designed to do life with other people and so many other people and everybody fits into this big puzzle and this grand mission and vision that we are working towards, right? And I think that it's beautiful. At the same time, once you live with people, there are cons with, you know, living with people, with interacting with people. And people can be a lot sometimes, if we are being honest. But you need to know and understand that the excesses are a necessity. And you need to find a way of focusing on your life. Even though you're doing life with so many people, you need to know where to draw the line and where to let go and just really do life on your terms. And so, to be honest, some of these thieves are not as a result of just us, right? With the exception of other things. But most of these things are just because we have to interact with other people for instance, with bitterness, you are bitter because other people make you bitter. It's not you, yourself. Envy, you're envious of other people, right? There's always like a third party. And it's not just you in the equation, right? And you need, we need to, there has to be a good balance between, you know, you enjoying people, you living cordially with everybody, you taking advantage of all the gifts and 
or the blessings that other people bring into your life. And at the same time, just focusing on your life in a way that is very meaningful to you. So the first thief is comparison. Now I'm just starting comparison because there's a quote that says that comparison is the thief of joy. And I could not agree any more with that quote. So constantly comparing yourself to others can lead to feelings of inadequacy and low self-esteem, right? And the whole notion of keeping up with the Joneses mentality can cause you to chase someone else's life rather than creating your own path. It can also breed jealousy and envy. We'll go into that later. But I think that my question is why people compare themselves to other people a lot. Valid reasons though. Sometimes the reasons are very valid. Like, oh, we all started together or back in school <laughs> I was smarter than this person you know it, it feels like the reason why we compare ourselves to other people is valid like you feel like you know you that person should not be like you are to you you are at par with that person and so if things go we usually compare ourselves to other people when things are going very well with them so if things are going very well with them you feel like it should be like you want to compare yourself and go like, oh, I'm not, things are not going as good with me, but look at this other person. And there's a thing line between inspiration or admiration and comparison, right? Um, I don't think that necessarily it's like wrong, right? To say, oh, this person is here, right? And I should be here as well, going by the trajectory of our lives. But we should also understand that the fact that we did school together doesn't mean that our lives are going to follow the same trajectory. And the fact that when we were in school, we had to follow a particular line, right? You go to primary school, you go to secondary school, you go to the university and then continue from there. It does not mean that after university, right, when we get into the real life and become adults, things are going to continue the way that it was structured for us growing up in terms of our educational and um, um, educational institution or the way we are educated or like the the stages of, of our education right and sometimes this comparison can manifest in everyday life through you know the thoughts our actions our emotions you're comparing your material possessions you're comparing things like gadgets you know like your phone your clothing you're comparing your career and professional success, you know, from job titles to salaries to promotions. You're comparing so many things. Sometimes we even compare like fiscal appearances, forgetting that some of these things are like genes. Like you look the way you are because of your ancestors, because of your genes. But, and like you're comparing yourself to like a celebrity and influencer. Some of these comparisons don't even make sense because. You don't, I feel like comparison in general do not make sense. That's not make sense. But some of these ones, even comparing yourself to like celebrities, influencers, do not make sense at all. You don't have privy to the person's life. You don't know anything. It's just like looking at someone's body, comparing yourself to their looks. And then now you have 
body dissatisfaction, body dysmorphia, low self-esteem, all because you're comparing yourself to other people. We compare even relationships, right? You want to do like God when, <laughs> like one relationship that you see that you do not have the insider info, that you do not know them. You don't know the work they put in to make their relationship thrive. You don't know what goes on behind the scenes, nothing. But then you want to compare yours and then you are left feeling insecure. So there's just so many things that we tend to compare. And I'm not going to say do not compare yourself to other people. I'm just going to say that do not let it eat into you, right? You can take inspiration from other people to not compare yourself to them because you don't know. And if you're comparing yourself to someone in terms of like all the good things happening to the person, why don't you compare yourself with all the bad things happening to the person? We don't do that. Really look at the bright things and the shiny things. And we're like, okay, yep, this is what I want to compare. Um, this is what I like. And I get that comparison can be amplified by social media for real, right? Because on social media, we are showcasing our, our best moments and achievements, right? And so I'm not going to say that comparison is not natural, but it just becomes problematic when it's, when it inconsistently leads to negative emotions and interferes with your self-esteem and well-being. So you should check it at, at the point where you feel like it's leading to any negative emotions. You've done enough for that day. Just, it's okay. Begin to give gratitude for all that you are and for who you are, right? You need to develop a healthy self-awareness and healthy coping mechanism. And you should just like be thankful or go like, oh, wow, this looks good. But then don't let it eat into you. So that's the thing with comparison. You keep like, if you keep comparing yourself, you keep comparing your partner, you keep comparing your body, it doesn't do you any well. And the people that you're comparing yourselves with, half of the time they don't know that you're comparing yourselves to them, right? So you need to practice gratitude. If you feel like you're comparing yourself to something or to someone and it's eating you up, first of all, like just practice gratitude like focus on your strengths and qualities like if you're comparing your body for instance to someone else's body just give thanks for your body right so to combat comparison first recognize um when you're engaging in comparison right and it's negative effects on your well-being so cultivate self-awareness essentially um be self-aware be very aware whenever your your feelings are turning from admiration or just like oh wow look at this person too or who does this person think he she is or he is and why do they think they deserve it and i should have it you know um once it starts moving to that negative emotion spectrum you need to check it so that's it recognize it shut it down another thing that you want to do is to practice gratitude be grateful Focus on your strengths, focus on your unique qualities. Be thankful for what you have. Be thankful for the process that you have, progress that you have made. And a lot of the time, with gratitude, you should write it down. Like, thank God for everything, whatever it is. Like, just give gratitude. Just say, I am grateful for my body. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my career. I'm grateful for food. I'm grateful for, and like, just be very specific, right? Like I'm grateful for my body's ability to digest food well. I'm grateful for my body's ability to respond whenever I am consistent with my exercise. 
I'm grateful for my brain's ability to take knowledge, process it, and give it back out in a very refined way. I'm grateful for my ability to sit and be disciplined and commit myself to a project. Be grateful and practice that gratitude. Another thing is that you want to set personal goals. So you shift focus from the external benchmarks, right, to your own personal goals and values. And then you measure your success based on your growth and progress, not in comparison to others. It's you. It's your game. So you need to come correct based on your own terms, based on your own metrics, all right? And then also limit exposure. If you feel like whenever you go, someone told me one time that when she goes on Instagram, her head aches. So like she deleted Instagram for like two years. I don't even know if she's back on that platform. But she just told me anytime she goes on Instagram, she gets a headache. And that's it. Guys, pay attention to your triggers. Like if social media is not for you or if there's any platform and you can avoid it. I know that sometimes people compare themselves to people they see every day. Like if you work with somebody that you compare yourself to, you would have to find ways of dealing with that, to be honest. But if it's like something on social media or something you are not exposed to as often as possible, you have the option of removing that object there. Then remove it, right? Do something about it. Limit the exposure unfollow accounts and content that triggered the feelings of inadequacy do it for yourself and then try to heal understand your triggers and then keep it moving and sometimes it takes very long for these triggers to you know go away for you to become very cool with them so just manage it and limit the exposure you know to manage it another thing you need to do is to celebrate other success guys whether you feel like people deserve it or not it doesn't matter people get what they need to get people keep rising it's not your prerogative it's not doesn't lie in your hands right so instead of feeling jealous or instead of comparing yourself just celebrate their successes and then recognize that people's achievement do not diminish your own potential or worth so focus on your life so that's the first thing there's no need for you to distort your self-perception because you're measuring your worth and success based on external factors, right? There's no need for you to develop an unrealistic and negative view of yourself. Focus on your life. Your growth and happiness is important. Focus on that. The second thing I want to talk about is envy, right? Envy and jealousy. So they kind of like come with comparison. The more you compare yourself to other people, the negative emotions that you feel will more likely come with envy and jealousy, right? So they're like a byproduct of comparison. So envy is a feeling of discontentment and resentment towards someone else's success or possessions, right? And so, yeah, that's what it is. If you are discontent to the point that you begin to resent someone based on what the person has achieved or done or what the person has then you're envious jealousy on the other hand is the fear of losing something or someone you value to a rival so um it's just like when you feel like um your partner is talking to someone else 
and that person can like steal you from your partner i mean steal your partner from you or that person can cause a breakup because you fear that your partner would you know start dating that person or leave you for that person yeah then that is jealousy right so yeah and that also has like it's called you know like kind of erode trust erode trust in relationships and lead to a constant state of anxiety so let's just focus on envy and why envy is a big deal and why you must nip it in the bud now envy and jealousy are complex emotions that can arise for various reasons and in different situations they often stem from a combination of personal insecurities social comparison and emotional reactions right sometimes a lot of the times we don't you don't envy everything no you just envy some specific things and they're usually things that indicates what you want to see for yourself which is normal and okay but it's a very it can be a very negative emotion like when you say oh i wish i had that and that's it but like I wish I had that and I'm sad you have that and I pray that you lose what you have so that we can all be at square one. That is wicked. <laughs> that is wicked. Right? Um, so humans have a natural tendency to compare themselves to others, like I said earlier. Right? And today's world doesn't make it easier. You are comparing yourself to people who live in different parts of the world who have different careers, who are in different tax brackets, who have access to opportunities that you may not. It's just like you're comparing yourself to all these people. And the reason why it's different now is, is it's because it's like it's more pronounced, right? So it's more pronounced by social media. It's more pronounced by, you know, working remotely. You're working with people from all over the world with like very different upbringings with very different opportunities everything is different right so when people perceive that others have something they desire then they feel envy or jealous right also people who struggle with low self-esteem and feelings of inadequacy are more prone to envy and jealousy once they see that they think that you're more successful and you might not even be more successful or more attractive or more accomplished, they begin to feel inferior and then envy and jealousy creeps in. Right. And there's also, you know, some semblance of like cultural and societal influences. Um, because sometimes society promotes a certain social, like society promotes certain so um certain standards of beauty certain standards of success certain standards of happiness and so individuals are pressured to meet these standards right i was listening to this model speak and she was talking about how before the whole melanin era if you if people were looking for black models they just wanted like dark skin models right but now when people are looking for black models they're looking for the very melanated girls like the girls like like the darker shades right and so that has become like okay so now if you're dark you're not dark enough you need to be very dark before you can be selected you know and she was saying it and i was very surprised because i'm like hmm, i didn't know i didn't think that these were the challenges that they faced 
But well, that's it. So there are always like beauty standards, you know, like you need to look in particular. When we're growing up, things were different. Like how people looked were different or how people were expected to look were different. Like the kind of features that were accentuated and features that everybody talked about were different. Like full lips was not in vogue. But now people are getting fillers to get full lips, right? So the point is that the society, right, and like culturally and like pop culture, all of these things can influence the norms and expectations and cause envy and jealousy, right? Because if you don't fit into that standard, everybody wants to fit in. So if you don't fit in that standard, you feel like you're not, you're not part of the game. And there's also like personal comparison, like you know, like your colleagues, your peers, guys. It's just it can go on and on and on. But the thing about envy and jealousy that you need to realize, realize a couple of things. First. You don't know the full story. That's number one. Secondly, it's not your business. Like, focus on your life. Thirdly, I know that I've had people say, oh, like, all that glitters is not gold. True. But when they say that people post nice things on social media and they might be like, the most reason, the most, um, the, like, the saddest people, the restless people, the unhappiest people on earth, it's not true. For some people, what you see on social media is not even a fraction of the life they enjoy. You get that? You get that? And just move on with your life. Because you, people try to do this whole, oh, like you try to console yourself that, oh, because all that glitters is not good. So um, if you see people living a beautiful life on social media, or like you see people who are like, like a couple who is lovey-dovey outside internally, they may be having issues or like they are just projecting happiness to fit in, but they're not really happy. Guys, like dead, dead those ideas. Dead it. Like that's like another form of envy manifesting. Let people be. Let go of envy. Focus on your life. People are truly happy. People are living their best lives. People are successful, hitting it back to back. People are enjoying. So if your own consolation is that, oh, they may not be enjoying, you have a bigger problem to tackle. And you should tackle this. Right? And, like, I think that envy and jealousy is normal. Now, everything I'm going to talk about today, like all these thieves, they're normal. The problem is that a lot of times we don't know where to draw the line. That's the thing. They're normal emotions. Like, you feel jealous when you know i've given examples you feel envious it's fine you it's okay to feel all of these things like oh someone has something you wish you have it that's fine right <clears throat> because we don't just wish to have everything and lots of the time when i see people have things that i feel like oh i should have that it's an indication of what i want and since with your emotions like if you're envious of somebody you're feeling envy ask yourself why am i feeling envy try to delve deep like probe ask yourself questions until you find the answer. Because a lot of the time, it's an indication of what you want and what you desire, what you're looking out for. So it's not a bad thing. However, it becomes problematic when these emotions are pervasive and overwhelming and lead to destructive behaviors like resentment and manipulation and aggression and you speaking evil of people, right? And sometimes it just comes out in jokes. Like I've seen people, you know, jokingly say things that I'm like, no, you should never say this. But it's out of like envy, out of jealousy. 
and it doesn't they don't they might not even realize what they're doing but it's what it is and it's a big thing that we need to cure ourselves from right and to address envy and jealousy constructively it goes back to self-awareness guys you need to recognize when you're experiencing these emotions and then reflect on the underlying causes and insecurities that may be contributing to these feelings then focus on yourself focus on personal growth and self-improvement rather than comparing yourself to others communicate openly and honesty like in relationships right if you're like scared of your partner leaving you you should communicate and always cultivate gratitude and appreciation for your own life and achievements because you're also doing a lot in life so keep it going all right if you have like extreme jealousy of it's like very big a deal please like seek help talk to the therapist and try to find a solution to that so our third point is laziness laziness will steal your time it will steal your potential it will steal your success it will steal your money it will steal your relationships it will steal your jobs it will steal everything it will steal every single thing from you and it will lead to missed opportunities it will lead to lead to unfulfilled potential it will lead to regret and self-criticism it will lead to reduced productivity stagnation it will impact your health it will strain your relationships guys laziness will steal from you more than any other thing it will steal from you so much and you are not always going to be very productive that's fine or you are not always going to be in the position to give your A game all the time. I'm not saying that you should. But you know that laziness that is chronic procrastination that prevents you from doing anything. That keeps you under. Like it subdues you. That makes you lose touch with your passion and sense of purpose. Because you're not actively pursuing the things that bring you joy and fulfillment. And so your life becomes devoid of meaning. That's the laziness right you don't want to work towards anything you are probably very smart like you're smart you have dreams you have goals but you don't want to put in the work you don't want to put in effort you're just there hoping that one day something works for you or sometimes it's not hoping. Sometimes people just come to terms with the fact that they're lazy and then just accept whatever comes that exist for lazy people. Guys, laziness will kill you. If you find yourself lazy, you can you can create your own like you know your own examples, you know how you struggle or where you struggle, what you're lazy about. But let me just help you combat this thing. Now set clear goals. Short-term goals, long-term goals. If you don't have long-term goals, it's fine. Short-term goals are great. Set a goal for this month. Set a goal from now to the end of the year. Set a goal for from now to the end of the week. Like, just set a goal. Establish routine and structure. If you're lazy, you shouldn't go with the flow. I'm sorry. People go with the flow are people who will get things done regardless. But, like, it's cut it, but they will get things done. But if you're lazy, please establish routine and structure. Create a morning routine. Create an evening routine. Create a daily routine. Create a weekly routine, right? Include time for work. Include time for self-improvement. Leisure. Relaxation. 
So it's not just work, 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 work. Like if you like entertainment, structure entertainment in that routine. Structure your time for relaxation in that routine. And treat it as a reward. Like do what you have to do and then look forward to your bed at night or look forward to your party on Friday night. But the point is that you need to have structure. You need to have systems. Like my friend and I, spoke about atomic habits the last time you should read that book like it's by james clear it will teach you why you need to break down your life and build systems so that there's this is where that it says that you do not rise to the level of your goals you fall to the level of your systems right so create systems that's how you will not have zero days because if you know that every morning no matter what i'm feeling or no matter how i'm feeling i brush my teeth I wash my face, I take a shower, and then if I want to go back to bed, I go back to bed. You would do that. I've learned that every morning I do yoga for 10 minutes and then I take a shower. You would do it. Right? Like those are systems. Like you need to automate these things, right? Mm -hmm. Until the point where they become habit for you. And I mean, I can, I can, I can go into habit some other day. But my point is that if you want to, you can just like, listen to James Clare. You can buy his book, Atomic Habit, or just go on YouTube, research on James Clare, listen to all like his interviews, his podcast, all of these things, read his blog post. It will give you a better understanding of these things because he's like the habit guru. And there's so many habit books or like books that will help you overcome laziness that you can read um, all over. But the point is that you need to establish this routine and like system, you know, and structure for yourself also seek accountability because clearly you need someone to hold you accountable and provide encouragement for you to move so share your goals with people who can help you do that and then keep it moving use everything in your power from time management techniques to prioritization to certain deadlines cultivate motivation find sources of motivation and inspiration that resonates with you be very intentional about that Sound yourself with reminders of your goals, benefits of taking action. Sound yourself with people who are doing stuff so that they can, their good vibe and their self-discipline and their focus can rub off you just by associating with them. Laziness is a killer. I cannot overemphasize this. So let go of it, okay? And seek support if it's very serious. Seek support. But... Do away with laziness. It's enough. Okay. The fourth thing I would like to touch on is bitterness. So number four is bitterness. (laughs) So bitterness can arise from a variety of sources and experiences, right? But more often than not, it stems from unresolved negative emotions and grievances. So... If someone hurts you or you feel wronged by someone, feel hurt by someone, and those feelings are not addressed, they can fester and turn into bitterness. If you are betrayed by a friend or by anybody, you can feel resentful and bitter. So there's so many things from injustice, rejection, abandonment, you know, if you are stressed, you know, you can just get angry and then that anger will go into bitterness. So a lot of these things can just like, if you don't address them, they'll wear down your emotional 
resilience and you just break down and become bitter. And I'm not going to tell you that you don't have you don't have the right to be bitter and all of that. And I'm not going to... In fact, on the contrary, I kind of like believe in bearing grudges sometimes. But not to your detriment, to be honest. Not to your detriment. You don't have to. You don't have to be bitter. Or you have to let go of bitterness and heal. And for your own sake. So some of these things, once it affects me, I just let it go. <laughs> it's just simple. I'm not going to lose sleep. I'm not going to lose my job. I'm not going to lose my happiness over any. You're not worth it. It's not going to happen. Right? So acknowledge your feelings and your feelings are valid. If you are bitter because somebody keeps hurting you repeatedly or somebody breaks your boundaries or you give your all and the person give you nothing in return, it's okay. It's normal to feel hurt and angry and resentful in certain situations. However, after you've acknowledged it, try to seek perspective, right? Gain a broader perspective on the situation um, and consider the motivations and circumstances of the people involved, as well as any misunderstandings that may have contributed to the conflict. Now, sometimes you will not be able to understand people I'm not saying that once you consider the broader perspective, you realize that they didn't wrong you or anything. No, it could be that they actually wronged you, and that's fine. But you need to try to do that. If you find something there, fine. If you don't find something there, just keep it moving. And then go ahead to practice forgiveness. Um, forgiveness does not mean that you're condoning or excusing the behavior that hurt you. But it means that you're letting go of the desire for revenge or retribution, right? You're releasing the hold that negative emotion has on you, right? It can be challenging. It can be challenging. It's a very challenging process, but it can be incredibly healing. And forgiveness is not always easy. When I was growing up, I thought I was the most forgiven person. But as I grew up, I struggled with forgiveness. I still struggle with forgiveness. Because sometimes it doesn't make sense to forgive people. But what I do is... Or what I will tell you to do is, it's okay. If you want to seek closure, fine. But a lot of times, there's no need for you to seek closure. Just decide to let go. Decide that you're not going to seek revenge. You know? And release that negative emotion. Because when you're still holding on the negative emotion, you know who you are. So just let it go. You can choose not to speak to a person again. You can choose not to let the person hurt you again. That is your prerogative. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But all I'm going to say is that you need to let go of the negative emotion and your desire for revenge, right? And then if you are open to communicating, you can have an open and honest conversation with the person involved and then express your feelings and listen to their perspective. Sometimes these people who hurt us, they don't want to listen to us. So you can scrap this part. Don't communicate. Just keep it moving. Set boundaries. The fact that you're forgiving somebody doesn't mean that she let them hurt you again set boundaries prevent access i am all in for like preventing access for anybody who hurt me badly in the past i you don't have access again it's closed i don't hit you i don't hold anything against you but then i'll set boundaries that protects my emotional well-being and further prevents harm from you so you should do that establish healthy boundaries with the individuals who have hurt you 
and just release the negative emotion. Okay. This is a very tough one. And yeah, bitterness can be tough and it can take a long time to, to let go of them. Just that it, it, you know that it's eaten into you. You know, like all the negative emotions it brings to the forefront whenever you have to deal with the person or think of the person and all of that. So just let it go and give yourself time. Like healing from bitterness is not a quick process. It's not. It takes time. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of prayer. It takes a lot of, you know, you forgiving the person over and over and over. It takes a lot of setting boundaries. It it takes a lot. But be patient with yourself throughout the healing journey. Um, Yeah, it's a very personal process. It's complex as well. So if you feel like it's too much for you, seek help. Talk to people, talk to your friends, talk to your parents, talk to someone you love and trust. Sometimes you might want to vent everything, you know, and do with it. So it's a very, like I said, very personal, like it's a very personal and complex process. So, but it's possible, like with time and self-reflection and intentional efforts to heal, it's possible to move beyond bitterness, you know, and find, find peace and contentment the type that you desire it's it's possible to find it okay the final thief that we are going to look at today is perfectionism it is actually it's double treat i'm not gonna lie because i for one like people who sweat the small stuff you know who want things to be so perfect we don't like people who do not pay attention to details and just are apart however we need to realize that perfectionism can't sometimes impede progress right if you are a perfectionist you set impossibly high standards for yourself and when you fall short you experience a constant sense of failure and inadequacy right and this like erodes your self-esteem and self-worth and it's okay for you to focus on like the minute details and minor imperfections and and all of that but you don't need to let these things like lead you to losing sight of the bigger picture right and you don't want to slow down because you're focusing on all of these things right and you don't want them to prevent you from achieving your goal so um you need to stop over over analyzing and procrastinating when making decisions just because you feel like you're going to make the wrong choice or you're going to, it's not going to be to your standard. Now, I'm saying again that I do not support things being haphazard. However, you don't have to be chronically stressed, you know, and be anxious because you fear making mistakes. Like, you don't want to make mistakes. And whenever you make a mistake, you're stressed and like you're anxious. Nah, none of that right um and sometimes this thing leaves leads you to playing it safe and avoiding risk and innovative thinking just because you don't want to make a mistake or you don't want to produce a less than perfect work so your creativity is stifled don't let it rob you of the joy and satisfaction that can come from the learning process and you know incremental progress to combat this let your goals be realistic right um and attainable embrace mistakes that's that's like the main thing you need to do like 
embrace mistakes mistakes are normal mistakes are okay it doesn't speak ill of you you just make the mistake that's it um treat yourself with kindness and understanding just as you would do for a friend just as you do for a family just as you do for a colleague and focus on progress so shift your mind from perfection to progress right so do your best in each situation and um do your best in a way that when you are done with every tax and you judge yourself you know that you gave it your best right so even when everyone says oh it's not your best you know that you give it your best given the circumstance so give it your best every time and then like prioritize self-care right engage in activities that promote physical and emotional well-being okay if you let go of the grip of perfectionism and adopt a more balanced approach to life you would definitely experience greater joy and personal growth and overall well-being so go ahead and try things make mistakes make progress and be all that you can be that is all for today. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Zero to One podcast. Your presence, your engagement means the world to us. If you have found today's episode enlightening, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review, share with your friends and know that your feedback will help us reach even more incredible listeners just like you. And here's a small request. If you think today's discussion could benefit someone you know, we encourage you to share it on your social media, tag us, tag the person, share it on WhatsApp. Let's spread the wisdom that Zero to One brings to every woman out there. And lastly, we invite you to join our vibrant community. So the link to our community is in our show notes. So please check it out. And just click and join the community. Connect with us on social media. Share your thoughts and stories. Just become a part of us. It's fun over here. Um, as we conclude today's episode, remember that your journey to becoming the best version of yourself is a beautiful one. And we are here to walk it with you. Until our next episode, stay empowered. Let go of the thieves and keep evolving into an amazing person. My name is Jifa Mensah Abata. Take care. Bye-bye.